0: Welcome to tonight's Andrew K. Show. I started to say welcome to tonight's Monday Night Andrew K. Show because I was off last night. It, uh, it just makes me uh, feel good to know that in the occasion, if I have to take a night off, which I was forced to do last night, I'm not even sure how my brother Ed explained why he was filling in for me last night because I didn't get a chance to hear. But I was unable to do the show last night. And in the last minute, my brother Ed Martin, who's got a show here, we call him our D.C. Bureau Chief. Because uh, he's based out of D.C., but he does an amazing show every night here from 9 to 10 p.m. Pacific Time. Many of you know Ed Martin from the Ed Martin Movement. And so thank you, my brother Ed, for filling in for me last night. Hopefully you all enjoyed him because I know that he always knocks it out of the park every time that he's on here. And you know who else does? All you guys, whether you're commenting on Facebook and watching on Facebook Live or on Twitter or Instagram, or even if you call in, which I hope you do so tonight, you guys always knock it out of the park. And my question for you guys tonight is... When we all woke today to see the uprising in the streets of Venezuela, of which Guaido and his people are very clear to state that this is not a coup, that they have the right to do this as part of their process, many people are starting to push for, including Florida Senator Rick Scott, for U.S. military involvement in Venezuela. My question for you guys tonight is... Do you support that notion or not? And if so, why? 888-344-1170. And the man who's done more Andrea K shows than AK herself, if we consider last night. The man who would take your calls is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks.
1: DJ Car- Car- Carrot Sticks on the Andrea K show, everybody. Call 888-344-1170, everybody. That's right. We want to hear from you, everybody. Right here, everybody.
2: I think I've only done it one more time than you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you recently took a vacation.
2: Yes, a little vacay.
0: Yeah, you took a little vacay, went and rode your bike. I was going to start off the show with something funny, and I don't see it now. Um, I I don't remember this guy's name. It's kind of, there's a meme going around. You're a big baseball fan. We've got uh, the Padres playing tonight, the Atlanta Braves, and we've got some former Atlanta people here in the station. So everybody's kind of got their eyes on that game. So I thought I would start with, like, something funny that I saw that's baseball-related. I guess his name is something Maxwell. And people are pointing out today that he's the only major baseball a major league baseball player who took a knee against the Anthem and he's now playing for the minors.
1: That's where he belongs.
0: (laughs) Your minor league baby. When you're trying to come out against this country, he's probably from the DR to even start with
2: Maxwell, not too smart.
0: Yeah. Oh, but anyway, so Venezuela, Uh, by the way, actually we've got such a jam packed show for you guys tonight. We've got none other than Laura Loomer, who is going to be here. We had Laura Loomer scheduled to come on the show. You long-time educational listeners know exactly who I'm talking about. She's the fierce reporter. Many people began to realize who she was after the Las Vegas shooting. She did some amazing reportage from that. She's the one who uh, tracked down Ilhan Omar on the campaign trail and, and was the first to report on how anti-Semitic she is. Long story short, she ends up, because of her reporting, gets banned from Twitter. She has filed a lawsuit against CARE and against Twitter, which is even probably going to be more historic now that President Trump today has pushed to declare the Muslim Brotherhood a terrorist organization. So she is going to be here. A little bit later on the show, we got more happening on the border. So we've got Rachel Bovard from American Greatness who's gonna be here to talk about that. Trump's got new asylum rules. Uh, We opened the show tonight with another shooting that took place at University of North Carolina in Charlotte, I believe. I don't have a lot of details on that. I was getting the news on that as I drove into the show, but evidently two are dead, four are injured, and we will continue to try to see what we can get uh, Details-wise, I guess the shooter is in custody for that. But, the, but of course, we know any time a gun is used in this country, particularly if mo- there's more than one victim, not when, it, not when it's a husband shooting against his wife. The left doesn't seem because the left doesn't care about women. But if there's a mass shooting that they can use for gun control, I mean, they immediately go to you know gun control literally within seconds. Today's a tough day for them to do that because when you see what's going on in Venezuela – It's even forced some of the hardcore left to admit that – well, they're never going to admit – I don't think they're going to admit that our founders pushed and understood – not pushed for, but they understood and wanted and wrote and drafted the Second Amendment, our right to bear arms – not to just defend ourselves against an intruder, not just for hunting, but to defend ourselves against an overreaching government. I didn't hear any liberals go that far today, but certainly there were some that pointed out and had to point out the obvious as we saw military-style tanks in Venezuela running down protesters in the street who, according to Guaido, Guaido is the recognized Interim president of Venezuela by the U.S. government and other governments, and I'm and I'm admittedly not an expert in the Constitution and the way the, the system and the government of Venezuela is supposed to work. But this guy Guaido is the head of this one referendum party or whatever party he is, and because of some constitutional amendment in 1999, evidently that grants him the right to say, hey, I'm the sitting president, which he did a while back in January, I believe it was, in the United States and other countries recognized him as the interim president. Maduro has refused to go. So I guess this morning, Guaido put out a, a video near a military compound surrounded by some of Maduro's military who support Guaido to take over the government. So Guaido is coming out and being very you know, clear this is not a coup attempt because that would delegitimize him. He's got the legitimate right to take over this government as the president. But of course, as many people on the left have had to point out today, when we watched the horrific response of the Maduro government and his military of literally mowing down ISIS-style protesters in the street. Liberals had to to admit the fact that that might not be happening had the Venezuelans themselves coughed up their guns. And it should be a reminder of everybody in this country, particularly when we have, right now, when we're seeing a country that was once a vibrant economy, once one of the richest countries in the world that has been destroyed, By the same liberal socialist Marxist policies that the American Democrat Party are pushing for here. When we're seeing this go down in that other country, and we know that we've got Democrats here in the United States pushing for this, we better remember why we've got to continue to keep President Trump in office, who spoke at the NRA last week, and why we need to increase our control over Congress because the left wants to come for our guns because the left knows, as they pointed out today, that that's us down there in Venezuela. That if they can get our guns from us, then we have no power. It's hard for, I wouldn't say no power, but it's really hard to fight back against a government and to take your government back against an oppressor, against a dictatorship, when the government has all the firepower. Now, right now, I don't remember the exact number of guns that are supposed to that that are in the American households, but they're doing everything that they can to get them registered. They're doing everything they can to promote handing them in, to promote confiscation, to try to go after gun manufacturers through frivolous lawsuits, to try to hold them responsible for the actions of an individual. They've tried to go after ammunition. So a couple things need to be reminded of today to the American people. First of all, it's still astounding to me. That we have any American, now we, we've we got social media and the internet's been controlled by Venezuela and shut down there. But there's no American in this country who should have any fantasy as to what the reality is of socialism and its results. And also when it comes to Venezuela and whether or not we should send troops, before things got this bad and the internet was shut down, didn't they know? Somebody pointed out today a, a, a really good point here that like what the Democrats are trying to do in the United States of America, the Venezuelans voted this in. They voted in socialism. They allowed themselves to become indoctrinated into it, to shove aside the very system of government that made them prosperous and usher in this entitlement society which led to what's happened right now. Which, is, which has happened every time socialism or Marxism or any form of ism has taken root in a country. So why is it the United States already cured this? We already got rid of communism in the world and it, and, and it was at the ex, extreme cost of lives and treasure. Why should the United States of America do it again? For a country, no one in history, of communism in the world, just like we know the history here. Tell me why. I, I'm just having a hard time thinking that the solution, that the United States now should send our brave soldiers and heroes to go down there to fight against China and Russia and Cuba, who are already there, on behalf of people who did this to themselves. I think they need to fight for, to, to take their country back on their own. I think they certainly need to do, I, to, I think 10% of the population have have fled and gone to other countries. The ones that are left are starving, don't have any medical care. Uh, it may be too late for them to save their own country, but I'm just not sure at this point that it is the responsibility or it makes sense for us to once again try to go in and give up our lives for a system that they brought upon themselves. And it's kind of the reverse because it's like we're bringing people in from socialist countries, and when they come here, what are they doing? They're voting for Democrats, and they're voting for more of the same policies that they're they're fleeing. Once that's ingrained in somebody's head, you know, why should we allow them here? And why should we go and give up our lives to save people who still are steeped in that ideology? I don't think we should do it. But if you if you disagree with me, give me a call. 888-344-1170. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears and talk about another system of oppression, the partner to socialism. Radical Islam and and their goals for this country. And one of the ways they're going about getting it over on us is by silencing conservatives. And Laura Loomer is fighting back. She's filed a lawsuit against CARE and Twitter. And she's going to be here to talk about it next. Stay tuned. Where Andrea K. Show coming up.
3: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan
0: page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E.
3: KCDQ.
5: San Diego. K241CT. Oceanside.
3: Answer. Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Register for the Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at the Answersandiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Mucio, host of It's Your Business, Sundays at 9 a.m. only on the Answer San Diego.
1: Hi, this is Dennis Prager, heard weekdays at 9 a.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Gallagher, Elder, Gorka, Schneider, Kay, Horn, Martin, Walsh, and me, Dennis Prager. On FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego, we are The Answer San Diego. The
6: Fed announced that they won't be raising rates until at least 2020, so we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Now's the right time to get you into the threes on a 30-year fixed mortgage. Ken Tyler here, president of Right Choice Mortgage, a privately owned direct lender. We stand out in the mortgage business. We've created products that nobody else has, like mortgages for the self-employed starting in the threes. Have you recently filed a bankruptcy, short sale, or foreclosure? Even if you're one day out, we have mortgages starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment property so you can buy another one, starting in the fours? Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. My top agent, Sergio, is standing by at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Make the right choice. We'll get you what you need. Let's update your mortgage today at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. The mortgage is licensed by the B.R.E. 01943736 and L.S. one three two five three, and is an equal opportunity lender.
2: Many solar companies send out inexperienced salesmen who aren't qualified to know what to look for when evaluating your home for adding a solar system. This includes evaluating your current electrical panel. Hello, I'm Jesse Keegan with Keegan Electric Solar. Your family deserves the best. As a certified electrical contractor, I'll personally look at your electrical panel and make sure it's solar ready. A lot of homes in San Diego require electrical panel upgrade because of the increase in our overall electrical demands and aging electrical panels. Keegan Electric Solar only installs solar ready electrical panels. Get the job done right. Whether you need trenching to move your electrical panel because of your gas line or just an overhead service from the power pole. Let Keegan Electric Solar guide you through the electrical panel upgrade process. Call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376 or visit keeganelectricsolar.com. FM 96.1 AM
5: 1170
3: The Answer. You're listening to the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to
0: tonight's Andrea K. Show. 888 344 1170. The question of the night is Should President Trump accept a Rick Scott's suggestion and send troops down into Venezuela? My, my answer is no on that, but I would love to hear from you. 888 344 1170. And we were talking before the break about, the, about uh, the socialist movement. What's the partner? What's the partner to socialism in this country? It's the Islamist. A lot of people would say, well, no, people have been telling me over the years, well, no, Andrea, That uh, socialism and Marxism has no God. So they they can't be partnering together. You think the Democrats who want a centralized system of power care about that minor technicality? What they both have in common, which is why we had Maxine Waters at a mosque in Orange County saying that only a bigot would vote against Sharia. What they have in common is both wanting a centralized system of power with complete control over its citizens. And they've already gotten a huge amount of control over citizens in this country. The definition of Islam is submission. The goal is conquest, and how are they getting that over on us? They've already taken over big tech and social media. They are banning and deplatforming conservatives, and I'm talking about to the point of financial ruin. And it's all so that they can control us. And we've got one person out there who's fighting against this more than anybody that I have seen, and she's not getting the support that she sh- should get in mainstream media. But she's fighting hard for us. In fact, she's filed a lawsuit against CARE and against Twitter. And y'all know I must be talking about Laura Loomer, and she joins me now. Hey, Laura, welcome back to The Andrea K Show.
7: Thanks for having
0: me. Okay, so um, you filed a lawsuit against CARE and Twitter. I want to make sure yes. those who don't really know the story understand what happened to you with Twitter, what is CARE's involvement, and then, then uh, the historic lawsuit that you filed.
7: Right, so it's actually a pretty serious situation. So I'm for people who don't know who I am, um, I'm a conservative investigative journalist. And um, within the span of about two years, I was able to acquire about 265,000 followers on Twitter. And I used Twitter to report on the stories I broke because I don't work for a network, and so it's how I made my money. I, got, I, my, I made my livelihood through Twitter because as a journalist, you need social media in this day and age, right, especially if you're independent. So I had been doing um, an investigation into Ilhan Omar, who, of course, is the first Muslim woman in Congress. I went to Minnesota. I exposed her before anybody was talking about her, right, last year, when mm-hmm. she was then a candidate. I posted my expose on Twitter. And uh, then after the election, when she won, I posted that it was crazy how Twitter was trying to promote her as an icon and representative for minority and LGBTQ rights because she's pro-Sharia and anti-Jewish. And in the tweet in which I called her anti-Jewish, Twitter then banned me a few days later and said that I had violated their policies for hate speech uh, because I called an anti-Jewish Congresswoman Uh, (laughs) anti-Jewish. She's been condemned by Nancy Pelosi for crying out loud as being an anti-Semite. And so then what ended up happening is I had handcuffed myself to Twitter a week later, and it was this viral protest. And then January came around, and the Wall Street Journal published an article about the role of, of left-wing organizations in uh, Twitter in deciding who gets banned, right? And so two of the groups mentioned were SPLC and CARE, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the article, a representative from the Council on American Islamic Relations, which is a designated Islamic terrorist organization, admitted that they didn't like my reporting and they didn't like me, especially because I was exposing Ilhan Omar. So they organized a meeting with executives from Facebook and Twitter, okay, literally terrorists asked to meet with the executives from Facebook and Twitter. And then they were like, can you ban Laura Loomer? And they said, sure, yeah. So they banned me at the request of terrorists. So I am now suing Twitter and CARE for tortious interference, because, uh, well, you know, CARE is a terrorist organization. They were found during the Holy Land Foundation terrorism trial, the largest terror financing trial in this country, to uh, have to Hamas. They were supporting Hamas. And speaking of the Muslim Brotherhood, which today um, President Donald Trump's administration said they plan to designate as a terrorist organization officially here in the U.S., Hamas is the Muslim Brotherhood. Okay? Mm -hmm. So CARE is is a Muslim Brotherhood organization. And so is the designation... CARE is already recognized as a terrorist organization in the United Arab Emirates, and CARE is Hamas. And we recognize Mm -hmm. Hamas as a terrorist organization. But If they are designated as a terror org, right, the Muslim Brotherhood, well, terror would then be shut down because they Mm -hmm. are a Muslim Brotherhood organization. And this was already established in the Holy Land Foundation terrorism trial. And if you go on Twitter, right, I'm banned as a Jewish conservative reporter, but Hamas and Muslim Brotherhood both have uh, Twitter accounts and the Muslim Brotherhood Twitter account is actually verified. So if you read my complaint, it's actually pretty shocking. Um, It sounds like something out of a conspiracy because it sounds too crazy to be true. But I assure you, everything is completely true. You can go to freeloomer.com and read it and see how egregious it is. Because, um, you know, I expose Jew haters and and Sharia advocates, right? I expose left-wingers who are trying to push socialism and communism. And I was very popular. I mean, I still mm-hmm. am very popular well, yeah. but because well, yeah. I'm effective because I'm effective in what I do, right? Without being backed by a major organization, they decided that they were gonna ban me. And so not only have I been banned on Twitter, right? But I've been banned on PayPal. That was 90% of my income. So I've been financially blacklisted. I can't make money on Venmo or GoFundMe because they banned me there too. I'm banned on Uber, Lyft, Uber Eats, uh, Medium, Teespring. Teespring was a shirt, a, a place where you could customize T-shirts. Um, I'm banned everywhere, right? Right. And it's pretty scary because um, even uh, temporarily, Chase Bank had shut down mm-hmm. my access to my online banking. Well, and so, well.
0: Well, I just yeah, want to so say I'm, to everybody, you know what? I'm not. I. I, I I, I don't like Twitter. You know, it annoys me. I'm a conversationalist. I, you know, I think there's an art to doing it well. I'm not one who does it well. And I have to force myself to do it. There's many people of my listeners that aren't on Twitter either. But let me tell you guys, this is not about love of Twitter. This, even if you don't love Twitter, even if you don't do any social media and you're listening to me in your car, you need to understand that this is not even just about Twitter. This is not even just about yeah, Laura Loomer. This is about right. the left partnering with the Islamists who want to control us and take us right. over from within. There is a longing. Game plan. There is yeah, a reason why, exactly. when Ilhan Omar got busted for tweeting out for her anti-Semitic comments and tweeting out that Israel had hypnotized the world, and two weeks after Benghazi, tweeting out uh, there, you, you know, Allah Akbar, you know, God is great, and all of her other stuff. There's a reason why the Democrat Party, instead of doing a hate speech resolution against her, turned it around and made it be about Islamophobia. There is a long game plan. Right. Care is uh, Care is an organization that was heard on a tape. As, at a Muslim Brotherhood meeting, coming up with a... Cr- creating. They're on tape saying that CARE is a front group falsely pretending to be neutral, falsely pretending to care about this country, and being a part of the American dream when what they're about is complete control and foster... They were here, Laura, I don't know if you right. know, that they were working with the San Diego Unified School Di- District to try to turn yes, us I into being the first... That. Yeah, the first Sharia-compliant school district. The American yeah. people need to wake up as to what the long-range... Uh, plan is here and you and and, yeah. I'm, and and i saw i don't know if you saw raheem Kassan was on tucker carlson last night um you know talking about how he got banned from facebook for a few days you should be on tucker carlson you should be on laura ingram yeah. you should be on every I fox mean, look, show
7: there's there's an issue right i i know a lot of these people and it's it's kind of a boys club right and look i like raheem very much and i like tucker but at the end of the day like Okay, yeah, Raheem, you're banned for three days, right? Like, tried living my life. I'm banned right. everywhere, and I've lost 90% of my income. You know how many times I've been given 30-day suspensions from Facebook, which prohibits – inhibits me from making a living and sharing my journalism? I mean, if I can't use Twitter and Facebook, I can't share my articles as an independent journalist. So, you know, look, it's a boys' club, and unfortunately, that's why – um, that's why a lot of this has gone unreported. And, mm-hmm. you know, we all know Fox News is not really a conservative beacon anymore. Fox yeah. News is extremely <laughs> left wing. I mean, CARE is a terrorist organization and they wrote a letter to Fox News asking them to fire Jeanine Pirro because right. of what he said about Ilhan. And so what did Fox News do? They bowed down to the terrorists and they said, all right, well, we're not we're, we're going to suspend her for two weeks. And they were really thinking of firing her. So I don't really expect Fox News to come and save me at the end of the day because Fox News now is being operated by the Murdoch brothers. Mm-hmm. And one of the Murdoch brothers, I believe it's James, just gave invested $1 billion, $1 billion into left-wing startup companies, tech companies. Mm-hmm. So these people are not conservative in any way whatsoever. And the hosts at Fox News, while some of them may be conservative, they are severely restricted and they don't get to choose their guests. They don't get to say what they want to say. And I'm on the official Fox News blacklist. Several Fox News anchors have confirmed to me that I'm on the blacklist. Mm. And so that's why they don't want to talk to me. I mean, they they have referred to me as anti-Muslim activist Laura Loomer on Fox News when I would love for anybody to show me anything I've ever said about Islam that isn't factually correct. Well, why
0: are if you supposed to be pro-Muslim? Muslim? Right. Why are you supposed to be pro-Muslim? I mean, I, I don't even why understand. Do why to be why, are, why do we have to be? I mean, this guy's arrested in, in L.A. who had been plotting to blow up L.A., and he was a recent Muslim convert. I put it out on Facebook, Laura. Why is it that so many Muslims, right. when they convert to Islam, they plot a terrorist attack? When somebody converts to Judaism, they bake a brisket. When somebody converts to Christianity, they get baptized. You know, to right. ca- to Catholicism, they learn the rosary. They convert to Islam yeah. and they're they plot to, to murder people. We and but yet we're supposed to, you know, um love all Muslims? Are you kidding me?
7: Right. Yeah. I mean look, it's it's uh it's out of control, but you know, it's it's unfortunate because I see a lot of people all the time talk about people when they get banned on Instagram for a few days or like a temporary restriction, but you know, what about me, right? And it's not all right. about me, but along with Alex Jones, I'm the most censored person in America. Well, that Alex you... Jones is the most censored man. Right. I'm the most censored woman. And well, so there's other people, though.
0: Well, you know what? I think it might oh, take yeah. more. I got I got a, a message tonight um, from an old friend of mine, a disabled Iraqi war vet, who, who messaged me today that he was banned for, on Twitter for criticizing Ilhan Omar. It may have to take a whole lot of Americans, have that happen to them, to care. In the meantime, you're like the oh, voice wait. for us. You're like the voice for free speech. In America, tell everybody how they can help you because it's got to be really expensive to fight this fight legally, and you don't really have an organization like Judicial Watch or somebody behind you. Right. So tell everybody how they can help yeah, you. Yeah,
7: no, it is very, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, so people can go to freeloomer.com and I have a legal fund there. I've already raised nearly $40,000, but I need to raise at least 300000 because it's probably going to cost half a million dollars to a million dollars. I am taking on a terrorist organization and one of the most powerful tech companies in America, single-handedly. And, you know, I I have to pay because there are people who have not offered to help me legally. uh, Because, well, a lot of people don't think that you can really challenge these people. But I'm not just going to allow these people to eradicate me and silence me and make me a non-person in America. I'm going to take them on, and I really do believe that my case will make history, especially with all these developments with the Muslim Brotherhood Mm -hmm. today and President Trump. And I think that it could go all the way to the Supreme Court because it's absolutely egregious. Read the complaint. Right. Right. Uh, It's 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 for tortious interference. And so a lot of people have just said, well, you know, that's it. I'm banned and that's it. I'm not doing anything. But we have to fight back. If we don't have our First Amendment, we're nothing as Americans and we must do everything we can to protect it. Right. And we
0: also have to understand the, what the end game is? The end game is about as we we played recently on my show. One of my one of my show partners found an audio in a video clip from the '80s with this Muslim woman declaring that the goal was to transform America into a, their right. uh, into a Sharia state, and the way they were going to do it was through our school systems. We need to wake up and and see what the end game is here. So even like I said, even if you don't care about social media or big tech, or even if you don't necessarily know Laura Loomer and what her reporting is all about. You've got to understand what's at stake here and what this really represents. If you don't think we've got a problem in this country, that there's a movement of the Islamists to take us over, all you've got to do is look at the images of that woman in a burkini in the Sports Illustrated. Did you see that yesterday?
7: Yeah, I mean, it's just absurd. I I mean, like, let's stop pretending like like, you like chopping off your clitoris and, and walking around in a garbage bag or a tent. Is it sexy? It's not, okay? And there's a reason why you know, we don't have Sharia law. Well, we're starting to have it now here in America. There's a reason why here as Americans, we oppose those things, right? There's a reason why here in America, our women are able to live freely. It's because in the Middle East, right, where now these people are trying to import their oppressive culture and trying to convince people that wearing a hijab or a burqa is a choice and that female genital mutilation should be allowed, right? I mean, it's 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 horrifying. And Mm -hmm. the fact that Sports Illustrated is so afraid of appearing Islamophobic that they would much rather just show a woman in a bikini instead of instead of keeping Sports Illustrated. What what as it has and always has been right? Mm -hmm. A a magazine full of hot women in, in bathing suits. Now we have to what be we have to cover ourselves up. To not offend muslims i mean how why is it that these people will have to come to our country and refuse to assimilate and we have to accept it and bow down to them and accommodate them right i would not be accommodated if i went to the middle east as a jew no so no i just think that they need to they need to decide whether or not they are americans first or muslims first because you can't be both you cannot you cannot no. be a muslim american because as a muslim your loyalty is to Sharia. As an American, right. your loyalty is to the United States Constitution, and you cannot have Sharia law and the United States Constitution because the values within both are completely incompatible with one another. And that, and, and so and, and, and they have compa- to make a. They need to make a choice. Right.
0: And it's incompatible. It's obviously incompatible because there is not one Western country where they have assimilated. Every country that they have gone into, which is why Europe is gone, has been about them coming in and forcing their way and refusing to assimilate and forcing the existing country to bow to them and to submit to them. And and it's happening in death by a thousand Mm -hmm. cuts here in the U.S. Uh, One last time where everybody can get information on your lawsuit and help you out.
7: Uh. Yes, yeah, go to freeloomer.com and you can uh, sign the petition to end social media bias. And you can also donate to my legal fund there as well. And you can uh, follow my website at lauraloomer.us. Um, I'm also on Drudge Report, so I have a byline on Drudge. So if you scroll to the bottom, you'll see my name there as well, and it leads to my website.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for all you do. God bless you. Hopefully what you've gone through thank will you. end up being good for the country in in the long run. So I wish you well. Thank you. All right. Now stay, have a good night. All right. Now stay tuned. we got more of the Andrea Kay Show coming up. we got Rachel Bovard from American Greatness who's going to be here because on top of everything else, did y'all see the videos today of the illegals pouring in into Arizona? we got to talk about that when we come back. Don't go anywhere.
3: KCQ. San Diego.
2: K241CT.
6: Oceanside. side
1: dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose.
3: An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Whether you're an aficionado or just picking up memorable gifts for the tobacco lover in your life, Liberty Tobacco has just what you're looking for. As San Diego's oldest independent tobacco store that's been serving San Diego since 1957, Liberty Tobacco has one of the largest selections of premium imported cigars with all the top brands. Like my father, Arturo Fuente, Padron, and Liberty Tobacco is San Diego's only authorized dealer for the much desired Davidoff cigar. There's more than just cigars at Liberty Tobacco too. They feature a selection of its Exquisite handcrafted pipes from top makers around the world and some of the most unique blends of custom pipe tobacco. Be sure to follow Liberty Tobacco on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with promotions, events, and happy hour deals. You can get cigars, pipes, and tobacco anywhere. But if you want the lowest prices and the most experienced staff, Liberty Tobacco is the only place in town you need to go. To find the location nearest you, visit libertytobacco.com. That's libertytobacco.com.
6: Whether you're a doctor, lawyer, or business owner, you need to hear this. I am Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it can be to get a home loan. So we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W2s to get approved, we'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call Sergio, my top agent at 833-886-3863. 833-886-fun. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. Call Sergio now at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. So if you're self-employed, want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call now. 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Retrograde Mortgage is licensed by the VR 01943736, MLS 132583, and is an
5: equal opportunity lender. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer.
3: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego.
0: Welcome back. uh, Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Ooh, I'm starting to feel it wearing down a little bit tonight. I was out, I was out because I wasn't feeling good. I was a little under the weather last night. I'm starting to feel it again tonight, but you know what? I'm super excited. I got to keep rolling here because I got another great guest. She's been on the Andrea Kay Show before. She's got an article out right now on American greatness. Y'all need to read about the truth and the reality of what is going on with this humanitarian crisis at the border. There's a humanitarian crisis happening in Venezuela, thanks to socialism. There's a, and there's a continued humanitarian crisis at our border. And the video that was on Drudge today showing them pouring into Arizona. Border Patrol has released thousands today, of which they say had been exposed to diseases. It is a mess. And it's even worse than I originally uh, thought. Uh, so joining me now to discuss all that and more is Rachel Bovard. Hey, Rachel, welcome back to The Andrea K Show.
8: Hi there. Thanks for
0: having me. Hi. So, um, Shirley, you saw the video today of all these illegals pouring into Arizona.
8: Yeah. No, it's a mess. And uh, I think the stats uh, from the state health departments on the diseases that we're seeing in these states uh, speak for themselves, Uh, particularly in Texas, where um, you have higher tuberculosis rates than anywhere else in the country. Fifty three percent of them are among Hispanics tell us what we need to know about some of the diseases coming across the border. The left loves to pillorate Donald Trump for talking about this, but it's an actual fact, and it right. has to be dealt with.
0: Right. In fact, we've, uh, we've got a measles crisis worse than I think we've had in 20 years, and one of the reasons is because we've got uh, the illegals coming into this country sick who and going, and then they're being sent to the sanctuary cities, which are where so many of the anti-vaxxers live, and now we've got, you know, something like 800 measles cases. And measles result, we just had a flight, there was an Israeli flight attendant came down with the measles and died. I mean, this is this is nothing to scoff at. Um, you know, and this, in, in the disease crisis, we had the flesh-eating bacteria come across our borders here in Tijuana. Uh, so we've got the disease factor. And then we've also got, as your article talks about, in American Greatness is the issue, the humanitarian crisis involving children and women that's happening there, correct?
8: No, that's absolutely right. There's a number of different crises that are happening at the border. Humanitarian crises is a broad way of saying that there are huge human trafficking and smuggling operations going on at the border. A new report by the Rand Corporation shows that cartels have have earned $2.3 billion a year in human trafficking and smuggling. You have rampant sexual abuse, which has been uh, reported on by left-wing outlets like the New York Times and the Huffington Post that have talked about this. And, you know, you have a tremendous amount of disease that we're talking about that wouldn't be an issue, Mm -hmm. mind you, if we did not do catch and release. But our border operations are so overwhelmed that our Border Patrol has to do catch and release because Democrats in Congress will not agree to have more detention beds. Uh, It'd be one thing if these sick individuals could go to detention beds, be treated, uh, you know, go through the process, but they aren't they're, they're being caught and they're being released because of our lax asylum laws and the lack of detention resources that we have at the border. Uh, so this is a huge crisis on a number of fronts.
0: Yeah. I read yesterday, I was a little confused by it, but Barr came out with some new asylum rules, which on the face of it looked really good, but then I was kind of kind of confused because of all the exemptions for it. Are you familiar with what these new rules are for the, for asylum seekers? And can you explain it in a way I can understand?
8: Yeah. You know, he's, it's a, it's a, Good approach. It's good first step. He's taking a step toward cracking down on uh, credible fear uh, and the asylum loopholes that are being exploited uh, by a number of people coming across the border. Uh, you know, we're seeing what amounts to economic migrants—people who are coming here wanting to work. Using our asylum laws to gain access to the country, and Barr is cracking down on that by saying, "Look, we're going to fingerprint children that are coming across the border because we know that child rings are being used. Right, children are being passed among different people. To well, they're being access.
0: recycled. They're be- they're seeing the same Correct. kid multiple times. There was there was a they saw a, a man grab a baby and hustle it across the border." And the Border Patrol, I guess, took the baby away and, and fed the baby because, yes, our Border Patrol are basically acting as the welcome wagon and, and nannies at, at this point. So so he's cracking down on that. I, I think I read something aware on um, if you're caught coming into the country legally, you cannot you cannot register or request a work permit. Um, but then I thought there were all these exemptions that it had to do with families, so I wasn't really sure what the net was, the net positive effect. Do you think the net of what Barr is going to do is good?
8: Well, I think it depends. Uh, you know, I think people are struggling through, but I will say, you know, it would be ideal if Congress would act here, right? right. Congress is the one that can change the laws, but they have abdicated their responsibility, f- which is forcing the Trump administration to really deal with this. And, you know, there's not a lot that they can do in terms of families. Mm-hmm. Federal law says that families, if you come here with a child, that the child cannot be held for more than 20 days, which results in people who show up with children being released. Within 20 days, whether the government wants, you know, thinks they have a credible claim or not. And so that is something that until Congress changes that, uh, you know, that's the the administration is is subject to it. And so there's there's not as much the administration can do if Congress is not going to act. And that's the sad state of affairs when it comes to our immigration policy.
0: Well, I really liked an idea President Trump had a few weeks ago, and I don't know if there's any uh, – plan to implement it. It was, you know, get rid of all these judges and these long winded takes years asylum process and train the border patrol to be able to evaluate because we already know there was a, there was a recorded, I think it was Bill Lodge whatever his name is on Fox today with a video recording uh, interview of a guy who's like, yeah, I'm here for money. I mean, 90% of them, we know that 90% of asylum cases are bogus. The border patrol, Border Patrol can tell when they're coming here, where they're coming from and what their story is, whether or not they've got a proper asylum claim, and they ought to be able to turn people around at the border. You yeah,
8: know? no, and that's right. And that is something that the Trump administration can handle. Uh, or, or has some discretion in terms of how it's enforced. We saw this under President Obama because he said, look, you know, when it comes to a credible fear, so migrants coming through claiming a credible fear as asylum seekers, the Trump administration had a huge lax enforcement on that issue. And as a result, asylum cases octupled. Uh, under president obama because his his he ordered the border patrol to be very loose in accepting those claims so trump can do the same he can turn in the opposite direction and he can say look i think you need to be more circumspect about some of these claims so that is something that he can he can do uh, but it's it's unlikely he can get rid of all, all of the judge's discretion entirely because that's in the law. And again, Congress really has to be the ones to step up and change that law.
0: What do you think about the strategy of him doing an executive order to end the birthright citizenship, which most legal scholars would tell you honestly doesn't have anything, is not a part of the 14th Amendment?
8: You know, Trump has every reasonable opportunity like every American to challenge uh, you know, to, ch- to challenge that. And there are a number of countries that do not accept birthright citizenship. The, liber- the liberals always love to look at Europe. They, lo- they love to look at these other countries that do not accept birthright citizenship. And so this is not something that's outside the canon necessarily of the Western tradition. And so I do think it's igniting a helpful debate in terms of what our policy should be because again, we incentivize our immigration laws, our birthright citizenship incentivize people to come here illegally and until mm-hmm. we change the incentive mm-hmm. we're not gonna change this. we're not gonna stem the tide of, illegal, of of immigrants trying to come here illegally.
0: And and we and the incentive needs to not only not be that you get to come here or have a baby here and you get to stay. It also needs to be, you're not going to get any medical care. We're not going to feed you. Right now, I read a report today, the Border Patrol is being given 7.4 million more dollars to feed them coming here. We got, we got homeless veterans, homeless Americans that are poor and get, don't have a place to live and work and, and, and we've got a, we've got a welcome sign out at the border. On top of it, we're giving a medical care. We, uh, Illinois legislator, uh, passed a measure today to give tuition assistance to undocumented residents, i.e. illegals. I I mean, the, you you might as well change your name, Rachel, to Raquel, move down south of the border, burn your passport, and learn Spanish, and come back in. You get a better deal.
8: <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's, it's interesting because when President Obama – or I'm sorry, President Trump decided he was going to – or played with the idea of actually releasing deten- people, immigrants detained by ICE into sanctuary cities, therefore following the policy the Democrats say they support – All the Democrats freaked out, and it was interesting because uh, Cher, the singer, sort of stumbled onto the point. You know, she said, hey, we can't, San Francisco can't take care of its own citizens. Why why do we want to support these illegals? And everyone was like, yeah, Cher, that's the point. Right, Uh, exactly. That's what a lot of people have been saying forever. That's right. Uh, But the left doesn't even appreciate their own irony. Right, we need to say we're closed, that
0: we're not open for business anymore, and if you come here, you're going to be sent back, and we're not going to give you a meal, we're not going to give you anything, uh, Rachel Bovard from American Greatness, thank you for being here. Appreciate it.
8: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: We're going to have to have you back after Barr goes before Congress and get your perspective on that. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be <laughs> juicy tomorrow. All right, have a good <laughs> night. All right, stay tuned. we got more Andrew K. Show coming up. The Anti-Defamation League has come out today saying anti-Semitism is on the rise, but I'm really unhappy with who they're blaming for that. Yeah, y'all know who they're trying to blame for it. Uh-huh. More Andrew K. Show coming up.
5: The answer.
9: This is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services. You've heard our commercials about our family-friendly pest and termite control. We're proud that we train and retain our own employees. So, if you're looking for a successful career, we'd like to talk with you. Currently, we have openings for technicians in all our offices. You need a good driving record, a valid driver's license, and a great attitude. This is a full-time career with benefits. We provide the training; you bring the dedication. Our long-term professionals will train you in every aspect of our alternative to traditional pest and termite control. You'll be helping families have homes that are pest free, and in many cases, chemical free. To apply, log on to termitelady.com, that's termitelady.com, or call 877-332-2847, that's 877-332-BUGS, ECOLA, powerful termite and pest control, as gentle as a butterfly eight seven seven three three two two eight four seven
5: this is a message to business owners the strongest selling proposition is to get your customer into your store in front of your product now you can do that digitally everywhere with Salem surround digital marketing that easily takes your business beyond its four walls putting your message on people's computers tablets and mobile phones everywhere Your digital ad virtually puts them into your store in front of your products. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Call us at Salem Surround for a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggested ideas that could dramatically increase your sales. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers. Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com, connecting you with new customers.
10: This is Michael Medved at MichaelMedved.com for Town Hall. The five presidential elections of the 21st century have established a clear pattern of close battles between evenly matched parties, a pattern charismatic candidates, and billions in spending can't seem to break. Republican nominees have all won similar popular vote percentages, ranging from 51% for George W. Bush in 2004 to 46% for both John McCain and Donald Trump. Democrats draw similar support between Obama's 53 percent in 2008 and Hillary's 48 percent last time. What changes more significantly from election to election is the vote for minor party candidates, which soared to 6 percent in 2016, more than triple their combined percentage in 2008 and 2012. If Howard Schultz runs a third-party campaign and protest candidates draw a total of 7 million votes as they did last time, President Trump is almost certain to benefit. I'm Michael Medved. FM
5: 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer.
3: AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego.
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. The question of the day was, should the U.S. send military troops down to Venezuela and I put that actually in the form of a poll question on Twitter and uh, one respondent said Venezuela is not the problem of the United States we are not the world cops we are $33 trillion in debt I don't think it's quite that bad but yeah it's bad enough we cannot afford to protect our own borders and I think he's right on there you know I think particularly since been there done that how many times we've got to save the world from communism before people get the point that hundreds of millions of people have died under this very system And you look and see, they're using a military-style Abrams tank or whatever that was to plow over protesters in the streets. This is what's happened. This is your brain on communism. That's what happens. And that's what's going to happen here. And that's why they want to take our guns. They want to keep us from being able to push back against an overreaching government. They want us to have to throw rocks. When we've got no medical care and we've we've been starved to death, and forced to decide whether to eat out of garbage cans, go hungry, or eat our dogs. So, no. And then we, and then we would give up how many? And then it would be like the Middle East or like Iraq. We'd give up thousands of lives or send home our, our military boys with missing legs and limbs and suffering from PTSD. Only to have them still continue to hate us. And Russ and I get any, you know, may, maybe, only if, only if maybe they'd be willing to say, you know what, y'all can have all of our oil reserves. You can have it all. Maybe then it might make sense to me. But until then, no. Uh, well, i tell you what doesn't make sense. also is today, uh, everybody's talking. I'm hearing it all over local and national news that the Anti-Defamation League has said there's a rise in anti-Semitism, um, you know, on the heels of the San Diego synagogue shooting. Yeah, there's been a rise in anti-Semitism. And I'm seeing somebody on local news here saying that it has to do with the alt-right and far right wing. Are you kidding me, Lady. You want to go on and talk about uh, the rise of anti-Semitism and act as though you you guys are against it? And yet you're not going to be honest about who? Why do we have a rise in anti-Semitism in this country? It is not because of conservatism and, and, and Trump. Trump is the first president to honor the promise of moving the U.S. Embassy. First one to do it. The first U.S. president to declare the Golan Heights to be the property of Israel. There's a reason why President Trump was depicted in such a nasty, anti-Semitic cartoon when the New York Times on the same day that the synagogue was shot up. And it showed a horrible picture of Benjamin Netanyahu depicted as a dog on a leash being walked by President Trump, who had a yarmulke on in the cartoon. Why was that? Because the left knows, it's the left that are anti-Semitic. And the shooter, his manifesto before he shot up the synagogue, was anti-Trump. Because he said, President Trump loved the Jews. There's been absolutely not one thing that President Trump has done that was anti-Jew. But yet you can look, and and the New York Times pulled down that cartoon Apologize for it. Do you know how much time went into the creation of that cartoon and getting it, pu- and, and how many people were involved in making the decision to publish it? And then they withdrew it, only to then put out one in their international cartoon in their international publication that was equally bad against Benjamin Netanyahu. And let's and as I talked about with Laura Loomer earlier, it's the Democrats who continue to defend Ilhan Omar and her anti-Semitism. And instead of doing a hate speech resolution against anti-Semitism. It was an anti-Islamophobia resolution. Even within the Anti-Defamation League's own report, they talked about the rise of anti-Semitism on college campuses. Well, who controls the college campuses and the messaging there? And in conservatives, a conservative tries to show up and speak and they get a pie in their face or eggs thrown at them by Antifa. Conservatives don't have any voice on college campuses and university campuses. There's a rise in anti-Semitism, and it's with the Democrat Party, who has chosen to partner with the Islamists in this country. It was President Trump who pulled out of the bad Iran deal that emboldened and gave billions of dollars to the regime that teaches their children to chant death to Israel and death to America every day in their schools. Yeah, we got a problem with anti-Semitism in this country, and and, and it's due to the left. And shame on this, this woman representing the Anti-Defamation League for not being honest about it. And I suspect it's because she knows the truth. And she doesn't want the Jews to know the truth because since World War II, so many of the Jews were a solid Democrat voting bloc. And if the truth gets out about who's pushing the anti-Semitism, they just might peel off and start voting for President Trump and Republicans. Hat tip also uh, to the local rabbi here at the mosque for saying that we needed to bring God back into our schools. And he was right on about that. Anyway, we're going to be right on tomorrow. It's going to be hump day tomorrow, Wednesday. We look forward to having you guys back 6 p.m. Pacific time. Thanks to the listeners, my great guests. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Have a great night, y'all. Go Padres!